If you're thinking about you don't want to have an unfulfilled or, or a half-lived life, it'll sure make you a lot more conscious of living it. This quote, you guys, do not be afraid of death, be afraid of a half-lived life, has been one of my favorite quotes for over 15 years now. And it comes from Laird Hamilton, who we're talking to on the mic today, one of the world's most iconic figures in surfing history. When I first heard this quote years ago, that sung to me, that rang to me. It was almost like that quote was a part of me. And I was so glad to get the opportunity to ask Laird about that because that's my biggest fear, a half-lived life. I mean, what else is more scarier than that other than like losing your loved ones, right? But living an unfulfilled life, a life that's only half-lived is deathly scary in my point of view. So throughout this, the few minutes that we have here for you guys, I want to touch on all these different things that he mentioned that I think are really powerful. First off, just thinking about something makes you more aware of it. So he was saying that just thinking about not wanting to have a half-lived life makes you more aware of it and makes you start acting in towards the direction of living a more fulfilled life. And I think that's really insightful on his part because just thinking about one thing is what also gets us moving towards that one thing. Whatever, and that's where it all starts, right? Starts in our brains, starts in our thoughts. So the next point that he talks about is no matter what you're, you've done, there's always more to be done. And that's always, that's almost like an act or a thought or a philosophy or an idea around humility. It doesn't matter what you've done, there's always more to be done. And in a scope of our lives, over the, the few decades that we get to live, there's always more to be done. And it doesn't mean like stress your out, yourself out to do more, 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 more. But to know that even like if you've ever met somebody that's quote unquote arrived, you know, they change from like a place of humility and growth and learning to a place of, oh, yeah, this is me. Look at me. A bit of uh, arrogance, actually. But if you think of people like Martin Luther King or people that Laird Hamilton himself or people that are really striving to make a difference and a change in this world, as soon as they arrive at a place, they get to that place, they may celebrate it, and then they're like, okay, what's next? Who's next? Nelson Mandela is a perfect example of this. If you don't know him, he was a, a political rebel, I guess you could say, once upon a time considered the number one most deadly terrorist on earth, and then went to prison for 27 years. He was actually uh, a leader of a political party that was very noble, actually, in what they wanted to create. And then went to prison for 27 years as soon as he got out of prison, um, spoke about peace, spoke about uh, transition, spoke about equality, spoke about change, spoke about respect on both sides of the coin, even his former enemies, and then became president of South Africa and it absolutely changed the world. Even when you've arrived to a place that things have been done, there's always more to be done. So then we hop into Laird's next point. It's important to take away the power we give other people. Ones, we were so concerned about their opinion that we don't follow through with our own instincts and intuition. And this is actually pretty present for me right now in my life. There are a couple people that I really respect, a few people that I really respect. And my subconscious mind, what it does is it'll... It'll make decisions based on what I think those other people will think. Now, this has served me in some fashions many times, but also 
been a big disservice for me. So it actually kind of brings up insecurities. So what I've actually done is those people that I think that are watching me all the time that I respect that like if I do this thing and this person sees it and doesn't approve, then you know, how will I feel about myself? And so what I've actually done is started unfollowing people uh, that I respect, but know that they have a certain power over me and started unfollowing their social media to keep them out of my mind, out of sight, out of mind, you know, and I've done this because what I want to do is tap into my own personal creativity, my intuition, my instincts, just like Laird said, so I can be more focused on what comes from me internally, naturally, and most honest. And that is the most authentic. So I would encourage any of you guys to try that out. Like that's a a really deep, insightful practice that you need to know how you work intuitively to understand who are the people that you give control to and does it always serve you or not? And if not, then how can you disconnect that control? So great point by Laird there. And lastly, you guys, how many people care about how you're truly fulfilled in your life. And this is an exercise that I think wholeheartedly is worth taking a significant amount of time and writing down in your journal or on a piece of paper and writing down the people in your life and and asking yourself, do these people really care, truly, truly, honestly, really care about my fulfillment? And if they don't, then maybe it's a good time to reassess who's in your life. Because I think, I actually read this book called the way of men. And I don't think it was the greatest book in the world, but there was one key lesson that I took out of it. And it was how to analyze the people that you surround yourself with. And a couple questions that you ask yourself during this process is one, who would loan you money without question? And who would you loan money without question? And then two, who would you die for without question? And who would die for you without question? And if you write that down and you see the people in your life, I think you're going to find that there's people worth weeding out. Not that you don't wish them well, not that they're not great people, just that maybe they're not the best people to be in your intimate tribe. And I think also that there's people that are close to you that are worth bringing closer. So one of my really good friends now, I realized that he was, when I did this process, I realized that uh, he was a much better friend than I ever even imagined. And he was always there for me. And I thought to myself, man, what a loyal guy. I want to, I want to make him, I want to make him a best friend. And that's what I've done over the past four years or so. So who's in your life that gives you fulfillment and really, really, really cares. Okay. Let's hop into the podcast, talking to Laird Hamilton about a half-lived life. That to go back to that quote that, that we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast, your biggest fear is a half hit half lived life. And you kind of touched on it just a minute ago. Is that still your biggest fear? Yeah. And I don't know if it's, you know, fulfilling your destiny or, or, or maximizing your opportunities or all of those things, but those are all kind of descriptions of not necessarily experiencing life on earth. And it's easy to get in the drudgery of the daily living and the, and that. And I think that experiencing being alive, like it's really feeling it and con- being connected to, you know, to your friends, to your family, um, to yourself, to nature, like all of that, that just brings a consciousness. And I think if, if you're thinking about uh, that, you want to, you don't want to have an unfulfilled or an, or, or a half lived life, this sure, it'll sure make you a lot more conscious of living it. If right. you just go in going, yeah, I've, I've lived the life and da, da, da. Well, then there's nowhere to go. So I think it's a, it's not really a setup, but it's a little bit like 
you know, I talk about goals, right? And okay, hey, I'm, I have this, you know, I want to climb to that mountain or I want to paddle that sea or I want to achieve this thing. And I think if you have one that's elusive, mm-hmm. if it's elusive and you're always moving towards it, but it's always moving, then you're always moving. But if you set things up to just arrive and be like, okay, I'm, I'm good. I'm you know, I've, I've lived a fulfilling whole life. <laughs> okay, well, then what? You still got 30 years or 40 years to go. What are you going to do? Kind of right. thing. So I think it's important to not make it a setup for failure. That's more honest, you know, to be even no matter what you've done, there's more to be done. And so if you're always in it, like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm want to learn. I want to evolve. I want to, I want to experience then I can't imagine why you wouldn't, why wouldn't you not continue to experience and to evolve and to, and to achieve no matter what that looks like. And it can be, it can be real personal. It doesn't have to be publicly achievement. Like I think people misconstrue what evolving is and what achieving is and what accomplishing is. I go, you can do it right here inside of your own heart and be good and be all good with everything. And, you know, and I, I, and I said earlier, you know, it's important to take away the power that we give other people, whether it's a group of judges or peers or people that we're concerned about their, you know, so concerned about their opinions that we don't follow our own, our own intuitions, our own instincts, our own heart. I think that's, that's a danger because then you're, you know, you, then you've just decided to give away your sense of fulfillment or happiness or love or all of it to you give it away and you're like okay i don't i'm not in control of this you control it and most people except maybe just you know your partner and your one or two friends maybe don't really truly care ultimately about your your feeling of fulfillment or accomplishment (laughs) or happiness or any of it you know yeah it's true sad but kind of true yeah i suppose I know. Well, it's it's good, honest. It's, it's honest. <laughs> it is. It is. But yeah. but maybe that's a good tell for people. Like how many people in your life really do care about your fulfillment? And if there's very few, maybe it's time to change, right? Well, that's for sure. Get more different. Yeah. Work on some different people. Yeah. For sure. But you got to start with you too. You know, like minds think alike. Like attracts like. So if you start working on your thing, you might all of a sudden find that you get a whole, you know, you get a whole new uh, environment just because yeah. of your you changing what what's important to you you know if you if you change what's important to you you'll probably start to gravitate towards and those other people that are similar will gravitate towards you it'll it'll find you it finds you it finds you kind of like if it's kind of like if you if you're in a bad mood and you want to run into somebody in a bad mood it usually happens pretty quickly <laughs> <laughs> like attracts like right that's right <laughs> So, the question I want to leave you guys with is, are you living a half-lived life? And if so, how can you change that? If you like what you're hearing, please share. Share on iTunes, leave a review, let us know what you think, share on SoundCloud, share on Spotify, share on Google Podcasts, share on everything. And make sure to subscribe, because if you subscribe, you'll never miss another high-performance tip so you can optimize your human potential.